Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, Chris. How's it going? G'day, Sam. How are you? Good, good. Episode number nine of the Chris and Sam podcast. This is nine, is it? Woo. It is. Almost at double digits. It's a bit, yeah, it's crazy how fast it goes. Yeah, yeah. And I've had some good feedback. I don't know about you. I've heard some good feedback of it from people that have uh, listened to the podcast. Someone hasn't muted their phone. Yes, that would be my friend Darren. Darren Daisley. He is a pain in the butt. So, yeah, he just gets ignored. How does he not understand that we're podcasting right now? I just try to get him to understand not to ring me at all, actually. (laughs) It's a bit like that. That's funny. I am silencing my phone. I have had feedback from one person, I think. It was good. I think, yeah, that was good. But but we have had some good feedback. We had some good feedback that led to another podcast saying, we want to use your sound gear, which is brilliant because it's Sam's sound gear, but it was at my place. So he, Sam couldn't make it. He was busy. And so they came around and I was the sound engineer and I it was the longest podcast ever, like an hour 40, and I blew it. It was unusable. <laughs> and we're like, where's Sam when you need him? Get rid of this Chris guy. <laughs> so they're coming back next. They're coming back Tuesday. You said, yeah, Tuesday we'll re-record it, and I'll, I'm free. So, so, are they re-recording that episode, or are they think you're doing two episodes? Because you know, four hours later, we'll just do the one episode. We'll see how we go. <laughs> it's a special episode for their Neil Before Pod podcast. It's a special uh, Star Wars okay, episode cool. with that Star makes sense. Wars guests. Yeah, so. it'd be good. Yeah. Did they have anyone extra on this thing on Tuesday? Or was it just the normal guys? Um, it, it was Ben, who I don't think is normally on there. He's a Star Wars guy. He's yeah. uh, one of the directors of our Star Wars fan film. And it was Sash who normally takes it. Yeah. And then I said, oh, I'll have this microphone, but I'll keep it turned off. But I couldn't shut up. So yeah. you know, I was oh, on that's... there a lot too. Oh, that, that's good. <laughs> so since the last podcast, I was talking about donating plasma. That's right. And I went and did that and experienced the joys of donating plasma. And before you go in, they check you all out. And I'm sitting there and they're doing all the stuff and they sign this, do that. And then they turned around to me and said, do you do a lot of sports? I was like, no, not at all. They're like, hmm, your resting heart rate is pretty much the same as a top athlete. I was like, excellent. <laughs> it's like 50. So uh, it's right on the limit of what they can accept any lower and I couldn't have done it. So that was cool. Uh, because I, you look so much like an elite, elite I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, I know. I was thinking that. I'm like, yes. Because I was thinking, if I said I wasn't an elite athlete, she'd be like, what do you do? Like, what do I say? <laughs> I play darts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, snooker or something. So that was pretty good. And I got my... Oh, so, so was it cold coming back into you? Nah. Nah? Nah. Didn't, didn't didn't notice any of that. Didn't, didn't notice ha- the blood being chilled and put back into your veins. No, I didn't have that. Didn't have the tingling. But the monitor thing that is doing the machine that's doing everything has like a little screen and there's like a a body outline and it's showing you filling up and filling down and it you know because it does for me I did four cycles, which is uh, eight hundred mils is what they took out and put back in, and it beeps and then you look at it and then it changes and pumps it back in and yeah but they gave me my little card uh, my little my little token for my free wi-fi 
How much? How much do you think I was allowed? Two hundred meg. Yes, you are exactly right. It's a standard um, hotels and they two hundred oh. meg and stuff, and I'm like, why? <laughs> what? Why? I know. I was thinking that, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And yeah, so that went really well. That's pretty much all I've been doing with that. But it is New Zealand Secret Santa time. Yes. So we've both got one individually, and we've got one for the Christmas Sam podcast. Now, my individual person actually tweeted what they liked, and I managed to get something for that person. It was a guy, so that was good. I will send that. I don't even know what today is. What's today? I will send that tomorrow on Friday. Yeah. So that's cool. The Christmas Sam podcast. When's the deadline? It's the 10th. Next, next week. The 10th. What's the day's that? It's the... Uh, Wednesday? It's the 4th now. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, about Wednesday. That's when you have to send it. The yeah. final date for them to get it is the 16th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you leave it too late, you have to courier it to them instead of normal post. Yeah, okay. I might see if I can get rid of, get it out on Monday then. Okay. Cool. But you're still... You don't know okay, what you're getting your person, I have you? no idea. I had a look at her. You've um, got a female. And... Yeah, there was no clues, really. It seemed like a cool person and stuff, but there's no clues on what she wanted. Mind you, that was the first day that I got the thing, so I haven't gone back and stalked much since we, then. I asked him who the person was before, and he couldn't even find I can't it. even remember. <laughs> so, I've got to find that email. So if you're Chris's Secret Santa, good luck. <laughs> As for the Chris yeah. and Sam podcast Secret Santa gift recipient, yes. he seems to have left the country. Yeah. He, but he didn't even say where he was going. I well, suppose he I said could... at Finn something. I thought he was going to Finland. Oh, maybe. But I don't know. He hasn't tweeted too much, and I, uh, I don't know. We'll have a look. We'll, we will. We will definitely get into stalker mode at some point. Really want to? Yeah, we'll send him something. He he did he did mention Hamilton in a tweet, so we're thinking we might get love him something the Tron. Hamilton. He did use the hashtag love the Tron. Happy birthday, Hamilton, because it was ber- Hamilton's birthday. Did you go to that birthday? Dude, thing? that was brilliant. I didn't. Go for the whole time. I came home for lunch, uh, dinner rather, and then I went out and I ended up going to a movie. So I, I missed a lot of the night stuff, but I yeah. went to stuff during the day. It was wonderful. There was some really cool shit going on. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so one of the interesting things, if I've got time to tell you, is that um, I, I stopped at, what was it, a WinTech stand, and there was a guy in there and he had a 3D printer and he was just oh, cool. 3D yeah, yeah. printing stuff. So we had a talk. He's an engineering, um, he was a student, but now he's sort of tutor there. Yeah, I think you that's know, how they do how, it. How, yeah, something yeah. like that. You, 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 get learn, you, you learn everything and then you just start working there. Yeah, and we, um, we talked for an hour. It awesome. was it was amazing. So I learned quite a few things. And it was interesting because one of the things he talked about, because I said, have you seen the, the thing on YouTube about the nano sculpture? Have you seen it? I don't think so. Okay, so the South African artist. Oh, yeah, sorry. He's the guy ANZ, uh, ANZ brought over? No, no, no not that okay, guy. Okay, no. No, on. this is nano. Oh, nano, yeah, nano, yeah, yeah. Like ridiculously. Yeah. Under so a he, microscope. Got a, uh, he told the whole story on this YouTube video. It's worth checking out the video. But he got this woman and she posed in um, this room with like 150 cameras around her. So it photos, photos her body and turns that into a wire yeah, frame, yeah, wire frame yeah. thing. And then he made it down to a tiny, tiny thing. And they had these printed um these guys that were into 3d print in czechoslovakia or some or germany germany i think it was yeah um and in a university said can you print at a nano level 
So basically, upshot was they sent him a little mirror, um, and it's about an inch square or something. Yeah. And there were seven statues on it. Whoa. And uh, he couldn't find them for ages with a microscope. It took hours and hours to find them because it's so small. And do they show them in the YouTube clip? What they look they like? Sh- he took he took it. So he takes it to the. There's a long story, and the story is awesome. And he takes it to a um, a guy that that films blood plasma and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, for a living. Yeah. And said, "Can I get photos of these? Because you know people aren't going to believe it." And so apparently the guy took photos of the stuff and, and shows those photos, and. Um, which is wonderful, but he said at one point the guy goes, oh, I've just re- repositioned the mirror. Oops. <laughs> and then they were looking, and they just couldn't find the statues. And he said, give me the mirror. Let me have a look. He goes, oh, okay. And there was a big thumbprint across the middle of the mirror, the guy. Uh... And they're like, well, where are these statues? I'm like, on oh, my thumb maybe. <laughs> and that's it. They've lost them. They've lost uh... all seven. So I'm like, is this real? Or is this a freaking awesome story that he's just created? Because if the statues never existed, it doesn't matter. This is such a good story. You wouldn't go to that length to make up a story, would you? I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, I um, I and, and it is worth checking out the story. Just search nano sculpture on on YouTube. But I um, so I mentioned it to this guy. I said, well, you know, a three D printer that can print at nano level that like I doesn't sound right to me. And he said, well, no, um, the, bit, the the high-spec ones do titanium dust, and it's fused at the intersection of light of a laser. So as fine as you can uh, yeah, focus yeah. a laser is as fine as you can potentially create something. create something. So he reckons it's possible. And then he went on, he said, well, there's that thing about the needle that's been going back and forth from America to China. And I'm like... A needle? He goes, yeah. So the Americans engraved on inside the head of a needle um, some some message, yeah, and they yeah. sent it to the Chinese to show yeah, off how yeah, good yeah, they yeah. are. And the Chinese sent it back a couple of months later, and the Americans looked at it, and they hadn't engraved anything. And they went, what are you? Yeah, what Wallace. are you doing? And they said, oh, look at the end. And they drilled two or three holes from one end of the pin to the other at a, at a, at a microscopic level. <laughs> And That's so awesome. apparently this needle's gone back and forth like five times and, and something amazing's happened every time. So he's telling me these facts. Yeah, yeah. So I get home and um, thought, right, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. I'll just do a little bit of research. And so I went on to Snopes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there is the drilling a hole in the wire legend. And it's oh, wow. happened from 240 BC. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. So it's a <laughs> like long the Egyptians legend. and stuff. And it's been regurgitated year after year. And it's the same sort of thing. Somebody makes this um, in, in World War Two, or just before World War Two, I should say. Um, there was the story that um, the Germans asked for the finest filament wire that the Americans could could make. And they yep. made something like the thickness of a hair, and they thought it was awesome. They sent it to Germans, and the Germans looked at it for a few months, sent it back, and they go, oh, yeah, they couldn't do that. And then they realized the Germans had drilled a hole through the middle down uh, the length of it. Yeah. And so it's, it's the same thing. Okay, so that's good to know. If you hear that needle thing it's probably false yeah. and it just goes to show those stories that resonate with us quite often 
Yep. They yep. resonate because they're meant to, and it's just a story, and you've got to be a little bit uh, skeptical. Know, skeptical. I know I embellish some of my stories, one one or two of them. One or two of them. <laughs> I haven't caught you out yet. So anyway, I thought I'd I'd share that little uh, tale. Very good. So it was pretty good because uh, I don't know what the celebration. I don't know if they're carrying on anything at the moment. It's just that when I came down, uh, you know, Victoria Street, coming to your house, they had some crazy woman doing some karaoke in uh, center pl- uh, in uh, Garden Place. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually- know what that was about. And it was, from what I could gather as I drove past with the window down, she was singing a song about Jesus and he was coming or something. And there was some weird dude dressed as Santa running around. Yeah, I, I walked down earlier um, coming home and um, I saw Santa singing as I was walking yeah, past. Yeah, he was lurking on the side. Yeah, well, he was singing at the time I went past. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether... Is that the lighting of the tree? That wouldn't be today. They wouldn't do it on that. Well, last year, I'm pretty sure it was last year, the Hamilton City Councillors mooted that Hamilton would be the Christmas city, which makes not much sense to anyone and it sounded like a waste of time and that... But the sign when you come into Hamilton, which has usually got a picture of something from the zoo or the hot air balloons, now has a big sign and it says, Welcome to Hamilton, Christmas City. And it's a Christmas scene. So I'm guessing they're going with that thing. Woohoo. Well, it's, pr- it's probably quite cheap. The decorations are cheap. They're everywhere. You can just go and buy them. Well, they're really cheap because they don't need to do anything. They all just go to um, Harrowfield, Crescent. <laughs> I don't know if you've been there. I've never been there. I've heard about it. It's intense. I went there once, and you wander around, and there's always one house that doesn't do anything. Yeah. So that's fine. And there's one guy that goes full on, and he usually, the last couple of times I've been, he's got an actual donkey there, live donkey, so you can pat this donkey, and he had this full-on laser machine thing going, and it was blasting laser beams everywhere, and he had this whole sheet and it laid out how many lights he had and everything and how much it cost to run every day. Yeah. And it was it was pretty good. It was really cool. And he goes full on. And the other house that I saw was, well, there was someone asleep slash dead in a chair, but they were like inside the house. So we went right up and were staring in and I couldn't tell if the guy was breathing. It was pretty cool. <laughs> they had a nice display. Merry uh, Christmas. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's pretty cool. And it's like, you know, that, that dead person's just left over from Halloween. We just don't like to move them. <laughs> we yeah, move them next year. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So um, speaking of bags, you're in a, in a unique sort of chair thing at the moment. Yeah, it's, I don't even know what it's called. It's from the Better Back Company. And it's, uh, to describe this thing, it's around my waist and then it goes around my legs and it's like, makes you sit upright and it's what they call like a portable seat and you can use it anywhere. So it stops you sort of slouching backwards and forwards. And right now I don't know if I've got it too far at my knees or not. I don't know what I'm doing. It's okay, but I I don't know if I've got it too tight or what, but I will tell you the really, really big story about my back. Yeah, go for it. So, two Christmases ago, I think it was, running around, because I am the, (laughs) he's modifying cables and stuff as we talk, I am the adult at Christmas gatherings or parties or birthday parties that ends up 
doing everything with the kids so i'm the guy on the trampoline i'm the guy pushing them on the swings i'm the guy hanging from something other people not so much and uh is that better that's much better oh he's just fixed his headphones i've untangled my headphones oh very good so that's usually what happens we had this two years ago we had this monster water fight all running around running around and i grabbed my daughter because she's grabbing me, grabbing me. so i threw her up in the air and then something went twing twinge in my leg and it sort of got worse and worse and i had pain in my leg up to my buttock i think's the technical term there so that was all good i ended up going to the doctor and he said right i've had that before it's your hamstring you've pulled a hammy it's real bad go see this guy and uh, and a guy I worked with actually said, yeah, I go to that guy, he's really good. Real good physio, go see him. So go see this guy. And it's it's at his house, and he's got a room, off uh, one of the rooms in his house, and he's got like, I think it's two tables, maybe three, two tables. And everything's just divided off by curtains. So when you're in there, there could be like three people like laid out on each table, and he just goes between the curtains. And then he's like, oh yeah, no, that's all good. Does a bit of movement and massage. Yeah, yeah, we'll fix this hammy. Rah, rah, rah. Then he hooks you up to this machine. I don't know what they're called. Does it, it twi- vibrates? No, it twitches your muscles. Oh, right, right, right. It right. like sticks these pads on and then he cranks it right up and he says, tell me, you know, until you can't take any more. So, okay, doing that, doing that. Yeah, nah. Oh, so I was going to this guy heaps and I was like, nah, it's not, it's not getting right. You know, he goes, oh, where does it hurt? I said, oh, it's starting to hurt up here. And he says, oh. What it is, is your uh, uh, sci- uh, the Sorry. muscle around the sciatic nerves pinching it. Yeah, we can work that out. So get hooked up to this machine more. Really hurts like bending your leg the wrong way that it's not supposed to go. I'm not, to uh, to start off with, I'm not very flexible at all. So, As an elite athlete. As an elite, <laughs> as an elite athlete. I don't do stretches. <laughs> but anyway, so that carried on. And then I basically got sick of the physio guy and someone said, go to this osteopath. So I ended up going to see this osteopath. He's Irish and he's he's good, but like crazy Irish. And he goes, you're not right. And anyway, it turns out he was really, really good. And then he pushed me in. He really pushed, like he wrote, when he writes a letter, people pay attention to this guy. So I've got a friend in Wellington who's been waiting 20 weeks for an MRI for some unknown reason, although she is highly claustrophobic. They know that, so I don't know if that comes into the equation. But this guy, I had an MRI within six days. It was good. And that's an experience. Have you had one of them? No, no. Tell, tell me about it. Oh, they put you in this little room take everything off make sure you've got no metal and they they ask you like do you have this do you have that do you have implants do you have um plates pins no no okay you put on this little weird robe and then they lay you down on the the bed thing and then they put some headphones on and they wander off into another room like a control room and they can see you and they're like can you hear us it's like yep okay uh what music do you want well, what radio station? So they they give you a radio station, you can hear it, and but they're really faint. So when they talk, it's it's like this. Are you okay there? It's okay, you're right. And I'm like, what? Because once they go into the machine, and there's no room in this machine, like you're almost touching it, like the 
it's, yeah. and, and it's a big machine it's huge but the opening's real little so you go in and um it, it's so loud like um and you're trying to hear them and they're like oh not much longer now and they get the machine and you're not and they'll tell you to stay still and then the machine does its stuff and you get all the imaging so the way they described it to me was uh two of my vertebrae squish together and the goo between them pokes out and hits my sciatic nerve that's the technical term right uh and and honestly they all just say look you will come right eventually it just takes time and at this point in time i was on tramadol and that was like making me dopey like you take it and you're just spaced out you don't know what's yeah, going yeah. on and i was rolling around on the floor most of the day that's all i could do so i didn't go to work for about two weeks and they just said you know this is all you can do this is all you can do this is all you can do and the osteopath guy was doing his stuff and fixing me up and I got to the point where I went to the emergency department at the hospital and I said, this is, I, I can barely move. I can't do anything. I couldn't think. So I couldn't even sit on the computer. I just laid on the floor or on bed and tried to sleep and dope myself out on tramadol. And even the, they just said, look, it's just going to take time. No one will, uh, no one wants to operate on you. Basically, you're way too young, blah, blah, blah. So that was all good. And eventually it did come right I had a twinge last Christmas, and I was a little bit achy. Still went zip lining, uh, so it was all good. And just two weeks ago, I stepped off a deck like a ledge, and my leg, well, my back hurt, and it just got worse and worse and worse. So back to the doctor, got some more tramadol. Tramadol doesn't affect me anymore. It's pretty much I can just take it whenever I want. It's like taking Panadol; nothing really happens. It's crazy, but but it does dull the pain. It no, not really. Oh, I don't, oh, it's hard to tell. I don't know. The pain's so severe. Uh, <clears throat> so back to the osteopath, I went, and he said, oh, he said it's not sciatica because your leg doesn't hurt. You've got back spasms, and it got to the point where it was so sore. I came to the realization that all these other people I know that seem to be in great pain, which don't really seem to be in that much pain, all end up with crutches. So I said to the guy. How the hell do I get some crutches? And he said, "Oh, I'll just write you a note, and then you go to A and E, and you got to pay some money." And I was like, "Oh, so I had some crutches for about two days, and I was hobbling around home, so that was pretty handy." I'm going to take them back today and get some money back because I'm much better right now. And the general consensus from the osteopath, and he did tell me something that backs this up, is that I've got a really high pain threshold. So most people wouldn't be able to actually go see this guy whereas i'm sort of walking around and all this so i was there on what's today thursday yeah. i was there on tuesday and he said to me oh because what happened was my doctor goes i'm gonna uh, we'll, we'll book you in for an x-ray and i was like cool what's that gonna show he goes oh i might show you something if something to do with the bones so i was like okay and he goes it's hcc's paying for it. it's free let's go i was like okay so anyway i went i went and got this x-ray and I had to wait there for like because I. To me, just a question: If you've already had an MRI, <coughs> I, I suppose that was a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. but so I had to wait like an hour at the X-ray place, and they were like really worried about me because I was like visibly in pain because I couldn't walk. I barely could walk in, and I just sort of sat on this couch. And they said, "Look, you, we can reschedule this." Or and I said, "Look, I'm fine. I'm not going to move off this couch. I'm good." So that was all good. Tell the osteopath, and he goes, 
I won't swear, but why the F have you gone for an X-ray? I said, because the doctor said so. And he goes, what's it going to show? I said, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. And he said, oh, he sounds like an idiot. He said, I wouldn't do it because you've just been dosed with like all this radiation. And I said, look, they had to take five photos because uh, it was hard to get me in the right position because I had to stand and it was so painful just standing there for 10 minutes. Yeah. Anyway, it turns out he, he goes, right, I've got the x-ray results. And it's actually just a written thing. And it says everything's fine. The spacing between my vertebrae is good. There's no curvature of the spine and all this other stuff. Really, really good. And then he goes, I actually, I've actually got the x-ray. I've looked at it. And he said, you've got an ancient injury further up your back. And he said, to put things in perspective, he goes, I've, I've had a motorcycle crash and hurt the exact same spot. And I'm less stuffed than you are. So what did you do about 25 years ago? And I said, I don't know. And he said, the calcification that's grown on your bones and that takes about 25 years. So that's why we're basing it to 20 to 25 years ago. What did you go to hospital for when you did it? I've never been to hospital for my back. He's like, well, you must have done something. Are you afraid of riding bikes? Are you afraid of heights? No. He said, whatever you've done would have been really major. You would have done it as a kid and it should have given you a phobia of whatever that thing is. Anyway, no, we don't know what that is. That's interesting because our friend Kim, you you know, she broke her neck. Yeah. And nobody, yeah. she didn't know and no. nobody told her. And no. so she went, when she was having some other issue, she went and got a thing and they said, oh, you didn't tell us you broke your neck. And she's like, I never broke my neck. But she did get whiplash. She, she'd been yeah. rear-ended or something in a car, as I recall. And um, the whiplash apparently broke her spine, but nobody noticed and never did anything. And, of course, you know, her neck hurt, and she was in a neck brace or whatever for weeks and weeks and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, so um, no, it's crazy. I fortunately have never had any touch wood uh, problems with my back. Um, although, if I have to sit like this with this microphone for too much longer, that might change. Blame the Chinese. <laughs> Blame the Chinese for not sending these arm mounts. Oh, we need some proper microphone holder thingies. Yeah. So that's what's happened with my back. Slowly coming right. Just have to be real careful all the time. Well, um, that's not a really cheery thing to talk about, really, is it? It's not, but I'm informing <laughs> you, and I know you want to hear about my problems. <laughs> yeah, that's what people are tuning in for yep. every day. Yeah, yeah. This Sad. is going to be this is going to be the highest downloaded <laughs> podcast. So if our, you need our biggest it, episode is Sam's. My, yeah, Sam's dodgy back. If you need an osteopath in Hamilton, get in touch. Yeah, really, what, really good. What, what's his name? Can Have no idea. Can't remember. But you can put a link in the show notes. Uh, I I think I can. If he's got a website, you can. Yeah, yeah. Well, if not, you'll put his name in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, okay. he'll love it. All right. So there you go. Check the show notes. Yes, at thechristensampodcast dot com. Yes, and we are Chris and Sam Pod or at Chris and Sam Pod on Twitter. Is that right? Yes. Like, yes. Yes, that is correct. So <laughs> you I was, think, blank I was thinking like, of no. Facebook when you were saying that. <laughs> yeah, no, Twitter. Because um, yeah, people want to start looking at us on Twitter and try and figure out if we are stalking them for the Chris Secret Twitter Santa. Secret Santa. Yeah. Actually, I'll, yeah, if the person that has got us is probably wondering, who are these two? And what are they going to get us? Our Twitter's profile's been set up so it points to the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they'll be listening to our stuff. Yeah, yeah, they'll be listening. So if you li- if you manage to listen to this particular podcast before the cutoff date, 
Something for his back. I'm thinking some balm. Uh, oh, no, I've got everything. I've got everything. I've got a wheat bag. I've got another brace on, actually, that I normally wear. And then I've got this weird seat thing. Uh, what else did I end up getting? I just It's all sorts. It's just crazy. We should t- take a photo of that um, no. seat thing. No. No, you, we won't. You're not wearing your modelling pants. No. <laughs> not at all. All right. So um, I think that's... Pretty much us for today. That pretty that right? much is us because we've filled it up with the exciting world of sciatica <laughs> and bad backs. Actually, I've got something really quickly here. I, I do want to say um, big shout out to Hamilton City Council for that birthday party for Hamilton. It was really good. Like um, There was so much going on that day. There was a bunch of stuff I wanted to talk about at the time. Um, we haven't got time today, but it was brilliant. It was a well, real awesome. family thing yeah. out there. There was, um, you know, the cricket guys were there with nets and things for the kids to do. There was um, my mate John from um, balloons.co.nz, I think it's called. I think that's his website. Cool. Um, they were doing free games for the kids. There was the big, um, what do you call the big horses with the shaggy feet? Clydesdales. Clydesdales. That's the one. Clydesdales with the trolley in the, and um, and it, three blocks were, were blocked off from traffic. And uh, yeah, I'm a bit gutted I missed that. Thousands of people there. Thousands of people there. It was great. Yeah. Anyway, so that was my that big thanks awesome. to uh, Hamilton City Council. They know how to play. Because there was a bit of a talk about uh, some of the events they were having or were thinking about leading up to it weren't that good. People were worried about it. Yeah. And no, I think it was brilliant. One thing I'm I'm annoyed that I missed was um, the riffraff thing. They had a yeah, thing for the riffraff because yeah. it was also riffraff statues, um, birthday party. And the guy, what's his name again? Richard. O'Brien. Richard yep. O'Brien. He was going to be there. But I ended up going to the movies that night to Interstellar, which I will talk about on a subsequent podcast. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, so I was annoyed that I missed that because that sounds like that was awesome It too. does because they were all dressed up, weren't Everyone they? Everyone was they dressed up. They were doing up. the time warp. Yes. Yeah. A mass time warp. Ah, very anyway, good. you were going to say something? No, no, we, no. No, we're, we're out of time. We're really. done. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yep, and um, we know you have a choice, so thank you for listening to us. Yeah. Awesome. Bye. Okay, see ya. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.